God is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Hallelujah. And you've got to say amen, even when I'm up here, doctor. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Um, yeah, just when I agreed to Rob's request when he phoned me up and said, I've got the dreaded. Would you be prepared to stand in and speak? And I was pleased to do it because, because for one reason, or for a number of reasons, but for one reason in particular, there'd been something niggling at me in my memory or in my mind, prompting me. There was something that I sensed that the Holy Spirit wanted to reveal. And, uh, you know, some of you know what I mean, but it just sort of nags. It's a bit like, uh, I could only think of it as being like my next door neighbor's dog that uh, comes out into the garden and then scratches on the door to get in. And, and so, I'm not saying that I wanted Rob to get caught in the book, but I just meant that I, I saw this as being the opportunity that I had to, to dwell with God with this service in mind and asking him, what, what is this word that's, that's getting at me? And uh, so I began to seek him about it. And the more I sought him, the less I got. It seemed like I wasn't getting anything added to it. It was almost as if it was being subtracted. And I couldn't understand this. And uh, after a little while, the Lord sort of said to me, like the boy with the loaves of fish, stop concentrating on what you have got and concentrate on what you have got. In other words, just believe that that word that I want you to bring is relevant to the people. Stop trying to think, what should I say? How should I be? What should I? Just, just follow my instructions, follow my lead. And so I'm just here before you saying this is right now. I'm just tapping into God and saying, Lord, how how do you want me to go with this? I could choose, I think this is what I want to say, I could choose to say, I haven't got enough. I, am, I haven't got enough depth, I haven't got enough education, I haven't got enough understanding, I haven't got ability, I, 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 I haven't got enough. And the voices that come would tell you that. You're not good enough, you don't, you don't work hard enough, Negative, negative, negative thoughts. Where did it come from? Well, we know they come from the enemy. We really understand these things. The fiery darts of evil. And constantly, we are being bombarded with these negative things. And I think that where, where I'm wanting to go with this, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of saying it's a two-in-one because this is not the message I wanted to speak that I'm going to talk about. But I just sense, as I was preparing this, that the Lord wants to say to us, don't concentrate, don't be distracted by what you haven't got. Understand that what you have in your hand, i.e. voice, is packed lunch. What you have in your hand is a seed of And that's 
something that I want, I want to stress. I'm, I'm fighting with it because um, there's, there's not just someone. I think there's a, there's a whole number of people that need to hear that. Stop saying, I'm not good enough. And say, I've got a, a seed for the moon in my head. Not just a packed lunch, which is not big enough to meet the situation, but I've got a seed for the moon. And all that God needs from you is that agreement. See, I'm, I'm, say, I'm going to say something. I'm not giving you this morning a suggestion. I'm not saying to you, well, try, try and stop thinking negatively. Try, try to be more positive. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying by the Spirit of the Lord, stop it. Stop thinking about yourself as being unable, inadequate. You bring your gifts to the church and you share them, but in the back of your mind is that you are not really good enough, I'm not really experienced enough, I don't sing good enough, I don't, I, I can't understand it too much. You know what I mean? It's this thought that all the time there's this pattern, you know those voices. And what the Lord is saying right now as we look into his word, that he's saying, stop doing it. And begin by saying, now, maybe what I have is inadequate. But I have a God who is able to take what is inadequate and make it adequate. He can fill the multitude of what you've got. He's, he can, yeah. He can feed the multitude of what is in your hand. If you'll stop saying, I can't, I'm not good enough, I'm not able to. No, what you've got is able to feed that multitude. Can we just, let's just pause at that point because I feel I want to. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that your word said, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. There's no glory to man here, Lord. That's for sure. But Lord, we believe this is a word from you to us. And we want to take it and we want to honour that word, Lord. And we ask for the help of the Holy Spirit to put into effect and practice that which you are speaking by your Spirit even now as we, as we meditate upon your word. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So the word that I, I, I was leading out here and I wanted to bring is this. Well, it's this actually the story of the um, prodigal son, so we don't need to read it because everybody probably knows it. But let me recap it, recap it in my own way. So a guy has two sons, and one of the younger one, I'll call him Abe, just to give a good Jewish name. Um, Abe's getting really fed up with the fact that he's living at home. Um, his father's getting on in the years, but he's strong and healthy. And Abe's sort of thinking, I don't want my dad to die, but I do wish in some way I could get my inheritance while I'm still young enough to enjoy it because, you know, I'm getting older myself and before he pops his slumps, I could end up with um, no energy to use the, the inheritance. So 
So he goes and sees his dad, fat dad, and he, he says, Dad, is there some way we can do this? Because, you know, yeah, may you live long and prosper. <laughs> but, uh, but I really would like to enjoy the inheritance while I'm still young enough. And amazingly, Father says, okay, we can work that one out. And actually gets at him, gets the guy from the lad's inheritance, gives it to him. And the Bible tells us that uh, soon after that, he grabs all that he's got and he goes off into a far country, away from parental restraints, away from cultural restraints. He's going to live a good life. Of course, the Bible tells us that it's uh, a wild life. It's what it's wild living. hedonistic lifestyle. He's just enjoying himself. And he's, he's happy until the time comes that, as always happens, the finances run out, the money runs out. Then his new friends run out and he's left in it on himself, by himself. The only thing he can do is feed some pigs, got some pigs for somebody. And the stinking pigs, he sleeps in the pigs. Can you imagine how that would feel for a Jewish boy looking after pigs? So, we would say he woke up to the fact, the Bible was saying, he came to himself. But he woke up to the fact that, what am I doing? Here I am, in the midst of a famine, looking after pigs. Even the the servants in my father's house are better off than I am. They get food, they get clothing, they get a roof over their head, and here I am starving to death. This is, this is stupid. I'll go home. I know my dad's a generous man, and I know he won't see me starve, so I'll make my way back home. But I'm going to have to go with the right attitude. Say some repentance. She says, I know, I'm going to say, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your hired servants. And so with that, he starts to head towards me. All the time he's re rehearsing these thoughts. This is what I've got to say. This is going to be the right thing to say. And we all know what happens. His father sees him the wrong way. Rushes out to meet him. Throws his arms around him. Welcomes him. And Abe thinks to himself, right, now is, now is my time. Now I'm ready. Okay. Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Now, what is he going to say? Now, what if he made up his mind he was going to say next? Make me as one of your hired servants. He never got a chance to say it. Father throws his arms around him and shouts to his servants, Quick! Bring me the best robe. Bring me shoes for his feet. Bring me a ring for his finger. This son of mine, who is dead, has been made alive from him again. 
That was his intention. That was the boy's intention, but he never got a chance to say. And this is just what I want to leave you with. You're not called to be a slave, a servant. You're called to be a son. Oh, how many are setting me? Well, aren't we supposed to serve? Yes, we're supposed to serve. But our service is voluntary service. We are in servitude. But you've got to be born again before you can serve God. We, we willingly become slaves of Christ because we are sons of God. He has made us his sons. So I suppose that ties in with what I was saying right at the beginning. Stop saying, oh, I try to be a Christian. So that's what we do. We, we say, oh, I'm trying to be a Christian. No, you're a Christian. You've been born again by the Spirit of God. If you've repented of your sins, if you've asked him, we usually say something like, Jesus, come into my heart. But it's the realisation. God wants us to know and to understand you and I, with all our faults and failures. He doesn't say you'll become a son when you've got rid of all the problems. We've just been singing about the sanctifying power of the Spirit. He doesn't say when you've got it all sorted out, when your life is correct, then you can call me your father. He just simply says, I am your father. I once spoke to a young man on the street. Um, he was preaching, preaching the gospel. I said, I don't see it as complicated as you're making it. I said, I said, it seems to me that what God says is, if you will confess your sin and confess Jesus Christ as Lord, then the Holy Spirit will come into your life. And you will be transformed. You will be a new creation if you will do that. And when I heard the glorious gospel, that's what I did. I just simply said, Lord, I believe your word. I'm a sinner. Yes, amen. I'm a sinner. Back to our original thought about the young man. Yes, I've sinned against heaven. Yes, that's true. I'm not going to excuse myself. I know that I've done that. I know I haven't lived the right kind of life to please you. And I'm not worthy that I should be called your son. I know that. But you, out of the goodness and the kindness and the love of heaven, came down in the person of Christ Jesus and died in my place. And now I am a new creation. And now I am a son of God. And so are you. And so are you, if you believe in this glorious gospel. Hallelujah. That's all. Good luck.